0: How's your mother? Fine. How about you? Are you working?
1: Yeah, I'm reading manuscripts for Pendant Publishing. I told you ten times.
0: Pendant, those bastards. June twenty fourth, two thousand twelve. Hello, Pendulums. Hi. Welcome back to Twipland.
1: Episode two.
0: Two. Um. Okay, so we have a bunch of cool news for you this week. Awesome. Let us start off with saying um, there's going to be some directorial changes coming up as directors get shuffled around on shows and stuff. Which we
1: mentioned in episode one.
0: Yes, but this time we have further information about that. Oh,
1: that's excellent.
0: Yes. Um, Vincent Morrison will be taking over directing seminar beginning with episode 49. So welcome to the seminar team, Vincent.
1: Hooray. Good to have
0: you. Yes um beginning with season six of the kingery jared page will be taking over as full-time director and christopher Stoddard will be stepping down and thank you very very much christopher for all of the years of work you put in on that show there and uh, he hopes, actually, to come back to directing again, hopefully in a few months, if things calm down for him. And he said he, okay. said he talked it out with his wife, and we worked it out where she would let him do that. So because <laughs> <laughs> it needs a lot of time, you know, it, and so it does, but uh, he hopes that he'll be able to come back to directing soon. So but and in any case, thank you very much, Christopher. You were awesome you, on Kingary.
1: You were wonderful. And so Jared's first episode is a season. Uh,
0: Jared's well, he's helping out for the finish oh, up okay. season five. But Jared's first episode as lead director will be season six, episode one.
1: The one I wrote.
0: And he is also, of course, on the writing staff. So Jared is yes. very familiar with Kingery. He's yes. been a fan for a long time. He
1: knows time. what's going on.
0: Yes. Okay, now, we have more director news, but before we can mention that, we have to tell you a bit about the shows we're going to be working on because they're new.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. okay.
0: So let's get some information about these out there. You folks start getting excited right now. Okay. Okay. We mentioned that Anna Rodriguez was going to have a show.
1: Right. We didn't talk a about new it, show. though. show.
0: Her new show is going to be a short-format noir detective spoof-type show.
1: Right, with only five-minute episodes.
0: They're going to have about a five-minute episode, and so there's going to be like two of them each month. It's going to have a ten-episode season. She's writing them right now. I've read the first one, and maybe a half. I'm not sure, but anyway, it was hilarious. And um, So she is writing that now, and it will be directed by Paul Brueggemann. Excellent. Excellent, thank you very much, Paul. And it's very cool. The show doesn't have a title yet. In fact, I'm going to tell you about two other new shows that will be coming up soon that also don't have titles yet. But we're getting there. We're we're getting that word out there about it, this stuff. You know, you we're know what's coming. We're just
1: letting you know, right? So you're in the know. Okay, you so get a special info. Listening to Twip.
0: We have two other new shows coming out, and they are both superhero shows. Yes. What? Yeah. And not only that, they share a continuity. Isn't that something? One will be written by Dragon X Blink, and the other written by Teresa Keller. And neither of them has a title quite yet. Um, but Blinky's show will be directed by Mark Allen Jr. Welcome, welcome, Mark. And Teresa's show will be directed by Joel Rowan, who you might know was the uh, previous lead director on The Line, which is ending after the next episode.
1: Right. So those are in development now.
0: Yes, and that those are the teams. So welcome, welcome to that team, Joel and Teresa and Blinky and Mark. They're all going to be working together to make it really cohesive and have a nice continuity of everything, and because it's all taking place in the same city, so it's really cool stuff. And there will be more information about that coming up soon as it gets further developed. Um, each of those shows is going to have a six-episode season, so there'll be twelve episodes total. But she's, you know, it's not like a, a continuing crossover or anything. Like you have to you know what i mean it's not like one 12 episode story to to right each, it's two six or. episode stories but they take place in the same city That's and they will right. kind of affect each other they
1: kind of affect each other in the right. same way that you know like superman and batman get together now and then you know they exist in the same relative world yes
0: they have tea they so-
1: have tea yes and crumpets <laughs>
0: Diana brings those.
1: Right, of course. Okay. So The and crumpets yes. are of course the best.
0: Let's let's move on, <laughs> shall we? Um those are all coming up very soon. Uh well maybe not very soon. Oh, I that's what I was talking about. Um not right.
1: very soon. They're in development.
0: The the two superhero shows, they're each going to have a six-episode season, and all of those scripts are going to be completely written and finalized before the show goes into casting and production. And that is the same thing for Anna's noir uh, spoof short format show. She's going to finish writing, writing all the entire season. all the scripts, mean the entire season, yes. She's going to finish writing the entire season and get those all edited, and then it will be casting and going into production. So they are working on all of that now. And uh, meanwhile, the directors from all of those shows that I mentioned, Joel and Mark and Vincent and paul are all helping out over on uh the line helping finish up there and then they're going to help on the kingery to get it ahead so that we can skip a hiatus month so that you guys can get more shows faster because they're all awesome and helping out like that well, and i will also mention kingery right between seasons normally we would have a month off but right now we don't have as many shows so we're trying not to do that and all these directors are pitching in and helping out and it's really cool of them
1: And that is why I wrote an episode very quickly.
0: And I will also, and and so did I, and and Perry, Mm -hmm. we're doing a great job over there. But anyway, I will also mention directors helping out, that Lynn Cullen is presently helping out over on Genesis Avalon, so that that show, in a few months, can skip its hiatus month, and we can just keep bringing more new shows right out to you folks. So we are all working very, very hard behind the scenes to get as much of this great stuff out there for you guys as possible. Woo! So I hope you like it! It's all coming soon!
1: Yep, we're working on all this stuff. Isn't it cool? It's cool. And we will let you know so as cool. soon as we
0: are uh, ready with titles and, and websites, and when we're going to put up the b- big brand new casting calls, you will hear all about it right here.
1: Okay, whoa. Uh, maybe you should take it down a Get notch. excited! Woo-hoo. Yeah! Whoa.
0: All right, let's, let's mention a few other uh, staffing things that are going on right now for upcoming stuff. Um, Javier Miguel will be doing the covers for Tabula Rasa once that show starts up in November. So thank you very much, Javier. Welcome to the Tabula Rasa team. And Damien Haywood will be doing a promo poster for Macbeth. Uh, We decided that uh, with Shakespeare, it would be kind of hard to do a a sort of monthly cover per act, you know? And so we're going to do just one promo poster per play.
1: That sounds good. Yeah.
0: And so uh, Damien Haywood will be doing the Macbeth promo poster and uh, that was just finalized very recently. So welcome to the Shakespeare team there, Damien. Let's see what else, what else, what else. Oh, Kristen Bays is now going to be our associate producer of marketing. She has a lot of uh, uh, email marketing experience and we're going to be creating a bunch of new newsletters for all you folks out there.
1: Cool, huh?
0: Yeah, we're working on the specifics of it still. They're not quite ready yet, but as soon as they are, of course, we will mention it here and on uh, Twitter and Facebook and Tumblr and all those things, but um, we're gonna have like a basic uh, weekly news one that'll mention like shows that came out and uh, uh, any other notable news from the week if if mm-hmm. new things happen like that, and it'll link to you know cool stuff
1: casting calls
0: right well we're gonna have another one that will be just for casting calls that you can subscribe to and anytime a casting call goes up you will get notified of that direct to your inbox oh okay and there will have be another one that's just for our new show releases so if you just want to be notified whenever a new show is out you don't want to check the website you don't want to check the podcast feed you don't want to check the rss feed or twitter or facebook or tumblr you could even get now we're gonna get this email it's gonna come direct to your inbox so uh, you, you're it's so we're more completely ways, completely
1: unavoidable.
0: That's right. We're everywhere you want to be. Oh, I can't say that. That's like,
1: oh, oh no, oh
0: no, that you didn't hear right a word. Out. I, 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 I don't, didn't,
1: I don't know what he was thinking. No, I mean, you probably came up with that all on your own. In fact, you should sue them because
0: <laughs> I should sue them. <laughs> yes,
1: because really,
0: I mean, that's just a, a standard phrase. How right. dare they? <laughs> the gall. <laughs> Okay.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. The last bit of news that we have for this week is that, um, the CD quality master files are now up on the website and in the podcast feed for for Genesis Avalon, Red Sands Investigations, The Line, The Pendant Shakespeare, and Once Upon a Time in Vegas. And last week I mentioned that, um, uh, Dixie Stenberg and Brassy Battalion and the Kingery had those up, and so now, uh... Every show that we've got is all up there, and it's full, complete, master quality. So, we that's felt it was awesome. Time. It's a lot of really good listening, folks. So, uh, if you have them, this was something actually. Uh, uh, Jordan, big pendant fan. Jordan mentioned. Yes, Jordan. Mentioned. Um, he downloaded uh, like the newest episode of Seminar, I think it was, maybe Genesis Avalon. Really? And uh, he said that it showed up twice oh, in his podcast feed, okay. and one was longer than the other. And the reason was because he had previously downloaded the episodes in the web quality format. Right. But they have now since been replaced with the master quality format. And so the podcast, his podcast program probably thought, "Oh, hey, look, it's a new episode," and downloaded it. Mm-hmm. So if you have already subscribed to the podcast and you want to get the master quality ones and all the web ones that are in there, just delete those out and resubscribe to the podcast and you'll get them all in there. You can re-download them all at top high quality or you can just go to the website and download them all right there directly from each show's right. website. And so that that's it. That's that's all we have to talk about now. That's all our stuff for the this end. week. So, now you
1: know everything
0: you know it all,
1: you're all much smarter, don't you feel smart? Yes, you do. You're smart,
0: pendant it makes your brain tingle
1: okay, that was just a little weird.
0: Twip makes your brain tingle tingle, tingle
1: it's too close to tinkle.
0: <laughs> it might also make your brain do that.
2: Omaha, Nebraska, home of Colin Kelly, whom you know as Marl in The Kingery, The Demon in The Line, and the former director of Seminar and upcoming director of The Pendant Shakespeare. You may also know him from his other work in Seminar, which includes playing William in The Good Samaritan, Harry in Luau at Pirate Cove, and writing three different shorts. Welcome back to Twip Colin. Or welcome to Twip Colin.
3: Hello, hello, Smart, hello. You know,
2: the, the Great Reboot has screwed everything up. And apparently that's a phrase people are using now.
3: Congratulations, anyway, you've coined a term.
2: I've coined a term. I expect full credit. You have to pay me a dime every single time you say that.
3: Yeah, good luck with that. Great reboot, mm-hmm. great reboot, great reboot, reboot, reboot. I just owe you 40 cents. Not going to yes, pay you. you.
2: Do. All right. This is a great way to start the interview. Yeah, 50 Already seconds into it and we're off topic.
0: Okay. <laughs> New <laughs>
2: record! The Kingery. Let's talk about The Kingery. Your first role, you played Marl.
3: Uh, yeah, Kingery 2XO2. Um... Yeah, I think I nailed the audition in the fact that I needed to scream like a little girl. I kid you not, that was an audition line. Um, definitely a first role I ever had, Pendant. Um, I, I get better. You know, I think it was 15, this was before we had the, uh, you have to be 18 to be in an R-rated show. Uh, rule. I beat that
2: rule too. Before they set that rule up, I was in King Ray too. Well, we're rebels, man, we're rebels. Yeah. Well,
3: technically, I did the same thing with uh, the line. Uh,
2: be- oh, yeah, but as long as you're turning 18 by the time it comes out.
3: That's- yeah, that's the whatever. That, that, that's when they started. It was when the line was coming out and stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I, I remember. <laughs> um. Anyway, you were moral, and basically that involved you getting your butt kicked by Mark Ziracor and sleeping with Megan Presley. Yay! Whee! It's terrible that I remember that. We I have so much free time. Not really. Okay. That no, just means um, you love the show, right? And hey... means I listened to it on my way to work.
3: Hey, there we go. And hey, King Rewriters, you know, if you ever want to bring him back, dot, dot, dot.
2: Jared? All right. Um, <laughs> and Jeffrey? Susan? Perry, Renee? Okay. Uh, I think that's the whole staff, probably. Free, free, um... It, if I forgot anybody, I'm sorry. Don't worry, they'll anyway, just kill you later. We're already off topic. This is bad. Um We're good
3: at this. This is fun.
2: So you were in Kingery. Uh that that was that was fun. Uh, you were also you also had a major recurring role in the line, which uh ultimately won you a pendy.
3: Don't ask me how I did it, folks. All I did was this. Got close to the microphone. And
2: whispered. Okay, that's my attempt at the demon laugh. <laughs> oh, that's creepy. No, okay. Um,
3: Nightmares. Kids, you're going to have. But them. yeah,
2: that was fun. And with the season finale of the line coming up, and I think it's been pretty much revealed or established that he was a servant of Legion or one of the parts of Legion, I believe. The
3: Herald of Legion, for all I know. Uh, I'm not Chris. I'll leave Chris to be the Word of God on that. So. Uh, it's
2: funny because, God, okay. <laughs>
3: um, I'm spending way too much time on TV tropes. Doo, 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 doo.
2: And you, well, well, I think that's it for your mainline roles. Now to move on to seminar, with which you are intertwined in the history. You, yeah, um, big fan of the show. <laughs> you were in The Good Samaritan, playing William H. Bonney, better known as Billy the Kid. Um, Except I don't
3: think I talked like that, I think
2: I talk like that. No, this. I, I I, just attempted to be Southern, but it's one in the morning, so it didn't sound like Southern.
3: What do you mean it's one in the morning? We're recording this live, aren't we?
2: On Sunday morning. Um, <laughs> duh! Yes, obviously. Um, But yes, which was um, frankly something I don't know if anybody saw it coming unless you were really familiar with Billy the Kid or had watched a movie about Billy the Kid the day before and you were like, oh, his real name was William and he was in the west. You know, it's one of those things, like, you kind of didn't know who the character was until the very end.
3: Yeah, same thing here. And they I go, oh, I'm Billy the Kid. Hey, I have a bunch of cowboy books. Research! Yeah, Brilliant. you kind of spend a little too much time doing research sometimes. Um. But yeah, that's... I think that was my second role. A cat cast me in that uh, when she was still humming Seminar. And... Well, it was a wild ride.
2: It was a wild ride. And speaking of wild rides, you were on a crashed boat. And that was the worst Segway ever. Um, In Luau's Pirate Cove. You were Harry the Cabin Boy.
3: Yeah, um... I was a cabin boy. (laughs) Um,
2: You were. You were a cabin boy.
3: I, I guess there's really no other way for me to describe it than, yeah, I was a cabin boy. Uh... Can't really remember the cast except for the obvious, uh, Catherine Pride as the sea witch and Bill Young as the main one guy person thing. So yes,
2: well that's just that's three out of the four people in the cast. Oh, that's gonna. Oh well, wait, we up. had I
3: Paul LaVelle as uh, what's his name?
2: Oh, Fox. that's who it was. Paul LaVelle was the fourth one.
3: It was the captain? Captain.
2: That was Bill Young, wasn't it?
3: No, no, no. Because there was oh, Bill Young on. was like the first maid.
2: I can look it up. Hold on.
3: See, he's looking it up, folks. This is our awesome director. What's his made. name? Ox? No, 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 Paul no. Bell. That's the. uh...
2: Yeah, it was Paul. Was Lowe. he
3: the other cabin line? Uh, no, I don't
2: know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, James, Bill Young, and one more. Uh, the captain was Bill Fisher. Ah, oh, well, we had that's both. Right, Bell, one of the very okay. few occasions when the bills got along. What?
3: No, Yay, say it ain't bills. so. Um, but yeah, then we've got uh. But yeah, so I guess I was supposed to be the smart cabin boy, who's kind of like the apprentice or something to the first mate who's epic and all that good stuff, right, Bill?
2: Bill, you were also you also wrote uh, Mount Scytheron. and Coffee Shop of Love. I, I feel like you can't really say one without the other.
3: Yeah, they're kind of a. Uh, how do I put this? I have a thing in the back burner for a. Kind of like a ongoing series with the theme of it being the Roman gods or interacting with humanity in one way or another, and something may come out of that eventually. <laughs>
2: but uh, yes. um but yeah, you know that's that's about all that can be said about. It. I mean, you know, they're they are very fun shorts. They've been pending nominated, I believe, both of them.
3: I can't remember. I'm horrible. Plus there you know there's so oh, many other Colin. Uh, Well there's out there there's so many other great
2: writers especially that come through pendant that I remember every seminar short I've written that's been nominated for a pendy. It's only one of them, but I remember it.
3: Congratulations. You can count the number of things you've had nominated for a pendy on a thumb.
2: Excuse me. That did not been work. nominated for two pendies. Two? Three. Depends. Anyway, um, <laughs> depends on whether you count, like, Hugh it or, like.
3: The Burrower?
2: Or. I, I don't know if that counts as me getting a penny. This is not about me. You do this a lot. Um, <laughs> I did this last time I interviewed you. Yeah, um, I do.
3: Um, before the Great Reboot.
2: You now owe me 50 cents. <laughs> I'm keeping a tally. Um, great Reboot 60. Also, getting what you want. And I think that's all that needs to be said about getting what you want. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anna and I both blame you for the horrible, horrible things that happened half on screen. Um,
3: um, yeah, it's only because you could read the parentheticals in the awesome script. And you guys did an awesome job in it. So, i still waiting for that script where you guys apparently torture me to death or something.
2: Well, okay, here's the thing. There will be things later in this episode of Twit that will follow those lines. Um You okay. also... Uh, you directed Seminar for a stint of about a season.
3: Yeah, um, I think I came on this Seminar in 41 um, as the assistant director. Um, I did The Rapper for 41. Then 42 I did Lucky You and The Rapper. And then 43 onwards, it was all me.
2: So... 43 through 46, I believe, or 47? 48. 48. I'm I'll good be dir- with numbers. I will
3: be directing through 48, which you guys haven't heard, like, the next two episodes. So, it'll be weird, because I think 48 comes out right, right about the same time Shakespeare does. So well,
2: 46 um, comes out in August, so 47 will come out in October, and... 48 will come out after pen and shakespeare is premiered yeah so i think
3: there'll be a overlap where i'll be directing two shows at once that'll be fun but it's not like i get things in the can early or anything right
2: right (laughs) right yeah Yeah, that never happens um let me see also um you will be and this is your chance to talk about your newest project you ready for this? The Pendant Shakespeare's back, baby! And this time, it's doing the Scottish play. I don't know Can what I... that voice ended up being.
3: You know, I'm tempted to pay you my proceeds from the Great Reboot if you never do that voice again.
2: 70 cents. Great Reboot. 80 cents. <laughs> Get on topic. Pendant Shakespeare, let's go.
3: Um. Yes. Um. Kind of thanks to the Great Reboot, Jeffrey and I Dollar. were kind of chatting and stuff, and... Uh, I was actually looking like I was going to be going over to the Kingery um, because the great Chris um, was working way too much and had another another wonderful baby on the way. He had to kind of step down and some fun director musical chairs happened, um, but a great reboot happened and the... Dollar and ten cents. <laughs> whatever. Uh, the great... Uh, Jared Page is taking over that, and I'll be happy to hear where he's doing with it since he's now a writer and a director. So he's really close to the source material. Um, but Jeffrey and I are kind of discussing what the heck we're going to do with me. Um, and I'm like, well... Because uh, at this point, we actually had a surplus of directors. So we're like, well, you send me here, you can send me here. Heck, I'd even uh, work for that uh, William Shakespeare guy. He's kind of an ass, but... You know, I think I can deal with him.
2: If he even existed. Anonymous. Alright, go on.
3: Yeah, we're not getting into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Um, but yeah, so Jeffrey's like, well, I've always wanted to try to get uh, the pen and Shakespeare up and running again. Uh, you think you can do it? I think I think Jeffrey likes pushing me off the deep end of the pool. You know, I, I think he has a little bit too much fun with this. But, um... So I, I said yes and uh, put up a casting call and um well, the casting call ended a couple days ago and oh boy, uh, you'll hear the results of it after this sometime ish. Uh, but generally with seminar you had a reoccurring a casting call every two months and you'd get an average of 20 people auditioning for that. So I thought, you know, I'll put you know act one's casting call up on the website and i'll cast act one out of that since they will probably get 20 auditions and there's 14 roles in act one yeah then i had 56 auditions in my inbox brilliant yeah 56 um at which point i'm like okay this is going to be fun on the plus side i love that people are interested in my show i mean that's a great thing to hear, I've got I had a lot of auditions from newer people, and you guys decided to make my life hard, didn't you? I mean, I can't even sleep at night, I'm sitting here trying to figure out who to cast in this thing. Because the one thing about casting, um, just in general, is it kind of sucks because at some point, people you are saying yes and you're awesome to, and some people you have to turn away. And there's only 33 speaking roles in Macbeth as a play, so roughly a half of the auditionees I had are going to get a part, and I know especially as someone who's been an actor trying to get a role in a show, how hard it is, you know, eventually you kind of start to despair as time goes on, because you audition for stuff, you don't get the role, you audition for stuff, you don't get the role. Um, it's kind of why when I was on seminar, I ninja cast everything instead of having first come first serves to reward well, people, not
2: everything, just the roles that would otherwise be first come first serves,
3: right? Yeah. If, if there was like, um, a part that was book number one, for example, or the announcer, you know, um, I would cast someone who had auditioned for me in that role just because, Hey, you're a good actor. I'd like to see more of you. Years apart, I wish I could had a bigger role for you, but please, can you
2: play this? Mm-hmm. Um, Actually... Uh, ninja casting is great. That's how I got most of my first roles, if not all of them. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what happened.
3: Well, um, it also... Also because I think it shows... It proves to... It pays to audition.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, Generally... Someone who auditions has great audio quality. um, And this is a small thing, but they follow the directions. um, And, you know, they've got a a good interpretation of the character. I'd like to cast them. And especially with having 56 people to cast. Oh, boy.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's... uh stuff i i just i learned that myself this week
3: yeah how many auditions did you have for tabula rasa
2: well you will hear later in the casting call colin
3: oh you won't tell me okay fine well well, because you'll
2: figure it out in 10 minutes yes because we're recording this all live oh oh
3: sweet after after the great reboot okay
2: dollar and 20 cents
3: guys let's see if we can make it five dollars by the end of this interview
2: um, I might have to cut you off, unless you'd like to talk about any other projects that you might potentially be maybe working on.
3: Oh, this is the part where I pip myself, famously pimp myself, sweet. Um, I'm currently working on a, well, originally it was a 12-episode miniseries uh, for Pendant, uh, but then Jeffrey and I sat down and we are redesigning it to be uh two features uh each one four episodes kind of as a sequel to each other or two parts of the same story or however it's gonna go (laughs) Mm -hmm. um it it's gonna be a nice sword and sorcery so i think people will be interested in it uh nice little epic battles and people dying and me just being really really evil to my characters you know normal writer stuff
2: It it is very different from anything pendant offers i believe you know which isn't to say that not every you know what i mean it's it's another one of those things where oh my god we we do we go so many directions but here's something new and it's also in a new direction because we don't have a sword and sorcery show
3: right i think the probably the closest is genesis avalon but it's not it's set in the modern day and that's yeah, kind if of we're, so if, we're,
2: if, we're, if we're pinning labels from shows and oh it's like this show you know we're gonna be here all day
3: that's yeah, true but that's also something I wanted to kind of this is audio drama we, we're not we're not confined to setting or location so it, it, there's a lack of uh, audio dramas out there that are kind of set in you know the medieval past and I thought it'd be a nice little niche and something different
1: Mm-hmm.
3: plus people die and that's always fun
2: cool we also, well, no, this is your time to pimp whatever you would like to pimp. Go like, oh, hey, this is something else I do. Or if you want to learn more about me, go to.
3: Yeah, I need to get a website. That would be interesting.
2: Um, my website is penandaudio.com.
3: Was that Johnny Franks? I'm pretty sure I just heard Johnny No, Franks. it wasn't. Oh, no. Okay.
2: That was just my announcer voice. That's different.
3: Oh, here I thought we'd have some hot, sexy tunes or something.
2: No one understands this joke. The good people do. The good? What are you saying about the (laughs) other pendant people who aren't Jeffrey? Go on. I love you, too. Okay, that was really, really creepy. (laughs) Don't do that again, ever.
3: This This is actually the part of the show where I just mess with Jack for fun, people.
2: Welcome to my life. And on that note, thank you for joining me, Colin.
3: (laughs) Sure, happy to be here after the great reboot, great reboot, great reboot, great reboot, great reboot, great reboot, great, 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 great great, great reboot.
2: Okay, that's $2.
3: $2.50.
2: It's just $2. Just because you said great doesn't mean you actually used the term I invented. And on that note, thank you for joining me, Colin. And you guys can catch Colin next. Our uh, Collins work in the next episode of Seminar, episode 46, Guardians of All Forms, premiering August 17th, 2012.
0: It's over.
2: It's over.
1: It's over. Just the interview is over. Coming out Monday, June 25th. Is that tomorrow? That's tomorrow. Yes. Episode 32 of Genesis Avalon. Three blind mice. Three blind mice. <laughs> <clears throat> Whatever you are, you're not. Asara! Let go of her BODY! See how they run. See how they run. You lead the sloppiest trail on the astral plane I have ever seen. I know I taught you better. Pity. I all ran
0: after the farmer's wife. (sighs) Can't you feel it getting colder, you two? Can't you feel that
2: crawling sensation along your neck, Sam? Who cut off their tails with a carving knife? <laughs> Look at that. I'm not even using
1: my arm. My hand can crush your windpipe now. <laughs> You're going to die, Gina! Did you ever see such a sight in your life?
2: Genesis Avalon, Episode 32, Mother Knows Best. I bet you wish you'd paid attention to all those nursery rhymes your mother sang you now.
0: (laughs) Mainon, God of Storms, be my (laughs) rage!
2: Coming June 25th, 2012, only. At PendantAudio.com.
1: Coming out Wednesday, July fourth, season five, episode eleven of The Kingery.
2: Next time on The Kingery,
3: Mr. Arkell. We're here to help. Come on, Mr. Arkel. You must be cold sitting on the ground like that. Let us take you into the warm. Alright, get up. Come on. I know you're not packing. I said
0: get. I shall not be fooled for a major damn! Well,
4: uh. Mr. Amagosa. Frank, if I could, if I could play. Frank. It's a... It's a nice place you got here. Uh, Tommy? Yeah?
1: What are you doing? I'm talking to my brother. He's dead, Tommy. He's a skeleton sitting in a chair. I know he's a skeleton sitting in a chair! You were the one who was paying your respects!
0: She's not ready, Michael. You and me living together, it's... She's really upset. She feels like you're taking Brock's place. Oh. So, uh, I need you to move back to your place for a while.
3: For a while?
0: We didn't know if you were coming back, and the Shimizu guys were already sniffing around. Yeah, I know. Look, I'm sorry about that, Dev. We thought we could. I I didn't think. Didn't think what?
2: Debbie, what did you do?
0: Only at PendantAudio.com.
1: So whatever happens to the others, Cassandra, Hooks, Debbie, Major Tithya, all of them, that's on you. Reckon
3: you can live with that?
0: And we've got some casting call results for the Pendant Shakespeare Macbeth. Colin...
3: Hello Pidgellums, it's me again. I know you've grown fond of my lovely voice, so I'm just gonna keep talking at you. Um, Anyways, I'm here with the cast to call results for Macbeth. Uh, Lots of auditions for this. I originally thought we were going to get something like 20 auditions, which is what Seminar usually gets. I had 56 auditions, and a lot of those were female auditions, so ladies, great to have you. Please stick around, pull up a chair. We definitely need more ladies. But I originally decided, because I had 56 auditions, instead of casting by act, which was what I was originally going to do, to instead cast the entire show off of these 56 auditions I received. Uh, so without further ado, the cast of Macbeth. In the role of Duncan, I have Edward Herman. In the role of Malcolm, I have Chris Britton. In the role of Donald Bane, I have Perry Whittle. In the role of Macbeth, I have Pete Myland. And as Lady Macbeth, I have Mindy Rast. Uh, in the role of Banquo, I have Cap Ride. In the role of Fleance, I have James Rossi. In the role of Macduff, I have David Alt. And Lady Macduff will be played by Renee Christine Jones. The Macduff son will be Natasha Jones. Uh, the Thane of Ross will be Karen Collar, who I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, the Thane of Lennox will be Chris Hackney. The Thane of Angus will be Ashwath Ganatian. The Thane of Menteith will be Anna Rodriguez. The Thane of Caithness will be Jack Kalk. Seaward will be played by Seth Adamsher. Satan is Jason Wallace. Uh, my first witch is Amy Lay. Uh, my second witch is Kristen Bays. My third witch is Beth Freely. My porter of Hell's Gate is Adam Bell. My doctor is Justin Young. Uh, my gentlewoman is Jill Winsell. Thy messengers is Dave Morgan. My servant is Lynn Cullen. My old man is Nick Raleigh, and my sergeant is Vincent Morrison. And there's a bunch of other smaller roles that have, like, two or three lines that I will be pulling from the audition, so you may wind up with a script in your inbox. Congratulations on that. Thank you to everyone who auditioned. Oh, and you're now listening to the new Shakespeare theme, by the way, uh, Rhododendro by Pavel Zook. I hope I'm pronouncing his name right, uh, at PavelZuk.com. He's a pretty cool guy. I will see you in a couple of months with Much Ado About Nothing. So
0: audition for that, too. Bye. And we've got casting call results for brand new pendant show, Tabula Rasa. Anna and Jack?
2: Hi there, everyone, and welcome to the first casting call results for Tabula Rasa. As if you hadn't heard enough of me this episode, my name is Jack Kalk, and I'm the creator and writer of the show.
4: And I'm Anna Rodriguez, director of the show. We were thrilled to hear auditions from well-known voices as well as new voices. We're always happy to hear new folks.
2: Uh, We had a turnout of over 75 unique auditionees with almost 200 total fantastic auditions.
4: Once again, thank you to everyone who auditioned. However, with so many of you auditioning, most for multiple roles, we noticed several issues with audio quality. If you have any questions about microphones, please check out our FAQ page over at the Pendant Audio website. And if you would like to receive feedback, I'd be more than happy to work with you on improving your audio quality.
2: So let's get into our casting results. We had a few ninja cast roles up there, which we were casting off of our listed roles, and those will be interspersed among the listed roles in the results. To start off, in the role of The Audiobook, we have cast David Alt.
4: In the role of The Worker, we have cast Kim Gianopoulos.
2: In the role of Winfield Hancock, we have cast Xander Mobus.
4: In the role of James Longstreet, we have cast Vincent Morrison.
2: In the role of George Pickett, we have cast Colin Kelly.
4: In the role of Christian Holdridge, we have cast Corson Bremers.
2: In the role of McCauber, we have cast Dave Morgan.
4: In the role of Adam Morris, we have cast Jeffrey Condell.
2: In the role of Michael Morris, we have cast Maxwell Condell.
4: In the role of Eleanor Bulo, we have cast Mindy Raz
2: In the role of Jesse Cesare, we have cast Catherine Pride.
4: In the role of Senator Richard Montague, we have cast Rick Wolfe.
2: In the role of Keith Finch, we have cast James Rossi.
4: In the role of Ganymede, we have cast Jason R. Wallace.
2: In the role of Sergeant Nathan Clark, we have cast Pete Milan.
4: In the role of Detective Lakeisha Morris, we have cast Kristen Bays.
2: In the role of Detective Rafael Velasquez, we have cast Chris Hackney.
4: In Dr. Liza Finch, we have cast Lynn Collins.
2: And in the role of our series protagonist, Jane, we have cast Susan Bridges.
4: Thank you, everyone who auditioned. It means a lot to us to have such an enthusiastic response towards a brand new show. We'll have more roles in the near future, so keep your eyes peeled and your mics ready.
2: And for those of you who are curious, playing beneath these results is the theme to Tabula Rasa called By Her Side by Karina Barroso. Without further ado, back to you, Jeffrey and Susan.
1: And I know it will kill tonight.
0: La la la, the show
1: is almost done.
0: And there you go.
1: It's done! You
0: have been news attained.
1: I've been news attained?
0: Inform attained?
1: Well, yes.
0: You have been informed and entertained. I assure you, you have been both. So...
1: Isn't that infotained?
0: Infotained? Okay. I guess infotainment.
1: Infotainment is a definite term. So... So you feel smarter.
0: You have been infotained to death.
1: I don't think to death.
0: Well, no, I hope not that far. You have been infotained just short of death.
1: We're going to edit all of this out.
0: And then you will recover and listen to pendant shows.
1: (laughs) While recuperating. Yes,
0: that's our plan all along. (laughs) Be sure to stop by the website at PendantAudio.com, the Yahoo group at Groups.Yahoo.com slash Group slash Pendant, the Live journal community at Community.LiveJournal.com slash PendantAudio, the Facebook page at Facebook.com slash PendantAudio, the Twitter feed at Twitter.com slash PendantWeb, and the Tumblr at PendantAudio.Tumblr.com. We'll see you back here in two weeks.
1: This is Susan Bridges.
0: And Jeffrey Bridges. Thanks for listening.
1: looking at me like that because i love you but
0: you look at people like you're gonna kill them when you love them that's not sometimes
1: (laughs) it's my way help me don't you feel smart yes you do
0: you're smart pendant it makes your brain tingle plus people die